something to believe Maybe it's God for you Maybe you think that everything's a lie Lord, I hope that isn't true Some folks live personal wealth That'll lose you forever a coin Some folks just believe in themselves And they carry it in their growth we all need something to believe. Hello, everyone. I'm Jeff Benda, and you're listening to the Fargo Catholic Podcast. I have to be honest with all of you listening. When I saw the readings for this past Sunday and saw Ephesians 5 for the second reading about husbands, love your wives. I just so wanted to spend some time praising my wife and talking about our marriage and thanking God for all of it. But as I prepared to talk about it, the letter came out that may connect many of our bishops and even our Pope to this horrible scandal. And it may possibly show that the whole structure might have a sickness that we hadn't seen or noticed before. All of our local priests talked about it during their homily, Our very own Father William Slattery at Holy Cross Catholic Church in West Fargo wept during his homily. They are all at a complete loss. It's baffling, it's numbing, it's mind-blowing for all of us who work for the church. And who knows where it may go, but just know it may get worse. That to call yourself a Catholic is going to get more and more difficult. But what I want to offer to all of those listening is my consolation. And not just my consolation, but that of Jesus Christ. Because Jesus hasn't stopped showing up. Jesus Christ had Judas betray him. He knew betrayal was coming his way, but he still chose to become sacramentally present for you and me. He still wanted all of us to be certain of his presence. He gave us the sacraments and he showed us, made promises to us, that he will always be with us. And he will never abandon us. I don't know why he chose to do it that way. But rest assured, he wants you to know you will never be abandoned. And so he gave us the Eucharist. He gave us baptism for certainty of salvation for our kids. He gave our priests the ability to absolve and forgive sins. That we might experience that. Jesus working through his church has not stopped and never will. And Jesus still chooses good men to be good priests. But now it's going to be a real fight. But to be honest, I like a good fight. And I'm willing to fight. And if you join me, you won't be alone. How many of you men out there, if someone said something nasty about your wife, you would stand up and fight to the bitter end for her honor? Will you do the same for your church? And for your king, Jesus Christ? Will you be brave and run into this fight? I know it's going to be hard, but I'm not going to give up. Jesus Christ himself was scourged, crowned with thorns, and crucified out of love for us. And that's what we need to be prepared to do for him. And just because there's a piece of crap like Cardinal McCarrick out there, doesn't mean that you're allowed to turn your back to the priests of our Fargo diocese. We all need to pray for them. 
We all need to support them. And by God, we need to be vocal about it. If you love these guys like I do, if you love your priests, tell them and tell everybody around you. Because right now, more than ever, they need to hear it. Do you know why I haven't been able to post a podcast since August 10th? Because I have felt empty. Good God, Lord. What could I talk about? What is there in my emptiness? Then this past weekend's reading from Joshua. I heard it this past Sunday, then I prayed about it again during Eucharistic Adoration on Monday. It started small, and then it grew. That voice, those words from the reading, reached out and grabbed me by the throat. Joshua's words were, As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And it came again, even stronger. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Which means my house? We're not going to serve fear. We're not going to serve anxiety. We're not going to serve stress. We're not going to serve the pop culture morality. You and I are not going to serve cover-ups or lies. We're not going to serve selfishness, nor ego, nor pride or vanity. You and I are going to serve the Lord. When we take that in mind and then look back at Ephesians 5, it helps us to shed light on it. Paul's first teaching in Ephesians 5 is that we serve one another out of reverence for Jesus Christ. We serve one another as if we were serving Jesus Christ, that we are subordinate to Jesus Christ first and foremost. That which determines what we do and how we think and who we are and who we spend time with and how we love one another. The determining factor for all of this and must be the person of Jesus Christ and nothing else. First and foremost, that is what Paul is teaching us in Ephesians 5, that we are called to be subordinate to Jesus Christ, to his love, to his teaching, and even to his correction. And yes, wives, you are called to be subordinate to your husbands. But before you get all upset, wives, Listen to what your husbands are called to. Your husbands are called to love you as Christ loved the church. And look around. Look around right now. I can promise you that Christ is suffering a great deal for his church today. And not just now. Jesus Christ gave everything for his church and continues to do so. When Jesus was crucified, it was the culmination, the climax of his offering to the church. His crucifixion wasn't a one and done. His whole life, every breath he took, was a self-offering to all of us. To you, to me, his bride. Husbands, you and I, we're not called to serve ourselves. We are called to sacrifice and to surrender. We are not called to laziness, to comfort, to build up our own egos and self-esteem. We're not called to come home at the end of the day, crack open a beer, sit down in front of the TV and say, Oh, I'm tired. I'm just going to watch something so I don't have to think about my life. We're not called to serve ourselves. You and I have the capacity. We have the calling. We must 
if we are going to serve Christ, we must be subordinate to Him and how we love within our own families. Dads, husbands, all of you guys listening, we need you. The church needs you. Your family needs you to respond to that call from Jesus Christ and to settle for nothing less, to give and to keep giving. Our children need that. Our wives need that. For all husbands and fathers out there, to love as Jesus Christ loved the church. So when Paul says, be subordinate to your husbands, what he is saying to all of you ladies is, let your husbands sacrifice themselves for you. Let them be in that place of Christ, giving everything out of love. And moms, please teach your sons how to do that too. Teach your sons how to sacrifice and be generous, how to embrace discomfort, and to choose to be great. To not just set them up for comfort, but let them struggle a little bit. Because that is how they learn how to be real men. Men who will love their wives as Christ loved the church. That's the teaching of Ephesians 5. For you and me, for our house, for our family, we are going to be subordinate to Jesus Christ in everything. We will serve the Lord. I invite all of you listening to have a family meeting this week to discuss how can we serve the Lord first and foremost. How can we be subordinate to the Lord before anything else to examine everything in our lives so that in this mess that we are in right now, we choose to live a life of holiness. I invite all of you, especially you families, to join in this fight with me. Have that family meeting and ask, how can we as a family serve the Lord? How we love one another, how we serve one another. So that this coming Sunday, when we come to Mass together, we can all quote Joshua and proudly say, This family serves the Lord.